go. Ah, oh, we are in, Ken. We are back. Two homies chatting. Podcast episode 55. What is up, my dude? Hey. What's hey, up? Hey, howdy, 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 howdy. Howdy, 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 howdy. Good to What's be up? back. So good I know, man. to be back. It feels great to be back. I love getting on the ones and twos. You know, we had a we had a visitor last week, Mister uh, Guile Carahana. Oh, you and saw then, Guile. Yeah, yeah. GK came over, you know, and he hung out. Oh, that's and, marvelous. Uh, we hit up the boneyard, you know, did some chilling, showed him a little little PDX uh, our way, um, and then he went and hung out with his familiar. And then you know, like we kind of. We're syncing up. We had, you know, Celtics game one Tuesday, game one tonight. Uh, I had one of those things that happens like, you know, annually. And A then, period? Uh, oh, that's yeah, monthly. My yeah. Bad. Monthly? Um, I still probably still have one of those, too. They say we have them, so probably. Um, <laughs> menstruation. Man- menstruation. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I hear it attracts the bears. The yes. bears. The bears, they can smell the menstruation. The menstruation, <laughs> definitely. And uh, that's dope. yeah, dude. We just been watching a lot of basketball. I'm pumped, bro. Celtics game one. KG's birthday. Shout out Kevin Garnett, not Kyle Garahana. <laughs> shout out to Kyle Garahana too. Uh, Kevin Garnett's birthday today. Shout out, baby. C's. Cease crushing. Uh, that was awesome, dude. You brought us in so strong. It was a lot like you ever like you ever kind of like half jog down the stairs and you're doing a really good job, but then like the last couple you slip a little bit, but it's kind of like a small slip. So catch it yourself. It, it's almost it's almost as if you meant to like slide the last two, and you look. I just cool try to get it. it. And you just cool trying to get down it. efficiently. You did. Yeah, you did real it. Quick. You did it good, real quick, real smooth. And we're in and we're thirsty. So let me ask you something. Ooh, yeah. What's beer number one? Ooh. Well, First quarter I will beer. say this. What you got? All right. So beer I number one is call, not this. We should call it peri- This is first period beer in honor of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs because we're doing three periods today. Three periods. Not, not the aforementioned kind of period. This is a period. That's, a an, which, that's an annual thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Three periods, so annually. This is three quarters, but they can't call it a quarter because it's a third. Um, so they're so, periods. So <laughs> as I, as I, <laughs> you got your beer. I, I've been stalling, looking yeah, like a fool. Yeah, here, I got you. Left I got you. Hanging. I had to make a decision. So you know, I've been I've been boozing yeah. since since the game. So you know, it's been a a, a day. So I, I kind of wanted to come into the night light and gradually increase myself into something heavy you know like a knockout home run so i I came in kenny with with a strawberry lemonade cider from two town cider house only fresh pressed northwest apples fun fact about the uh state of oregon in the pnw is that we are a very fruitful state when it comes to um agriculture and growing produce and so there's a a a high volume of cider options in the state of Oregon because we are so um we have a massive ability to grow apples so if anybody ever wanted to know um oh what why is there so much cider coming out of Oregon 
well, we grow like more apples than like most places in the country. So uh, it's true. You know, very true. Uh, cheers. But out of two towns, um, two towns, which I like is that. Uh, the homie two out of Corvallis. Shout out to Corvallis, Benny, Benny the Beaver, you know. Benny Beef. That's right. Benny the Beaver. I, I always see it. Benny and the Beefs. Elton John. So go, what are you rocking, bro? What are you Dude, rocking? I got a Roja um, out of Salt Lake City. Uh, that I, I'm pumped for. Um, orange can, go Browns. Schedule's released. I felt fired up grabbing the Shambo Juicy IPA in this orange can. It's got a bad, bad glare. It's it's orange. I, I dig that because it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's like, the, you know, even though he's not playing this weekend in the PGA, it's like the DeShambo, you know, like, uh, your shampoo. So you know, even though Bryson's not playing this weekend, so Roy's got a, a nice lead. Here you go. Uh, it, what you got? Shambo, juicy IPA. That's mm. how we settle things around here at Roja. An unfiltered juicy IPA, Roja Shambo always finishes smooth, no matter your choice: rock, paper, or scissors. Ooh, oh, like Rochambeau. Oh, not like DeChambeau, like Rochambeau. I tell you what, I can rock Question. this. I can rock this. Let's 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 ask a really important question when it comes to the game Rochambeau. All right. Are you a rock, paper, scissor, or rock, paper, scissor, shoot? It's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. One, two, three, go. Yes. It, it's, yeah. That would be the that know, would be the wrong way. There would be another beep in there. This, bear hunter would, princess. We'll you know. Oh, just, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know the classic game. It's 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 on shoot, you know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Oh, dude, the shambo is solid. Bruh. What's what do you what do you flow, throw out? Do you, like do you go like scissors first? Do you go like I cheat at the game, so it's kind of yeah. Like what do you cheat? How do you cheat in the game? Like what's your go to tactic? I mean, nobody I, listening now will ever lose to you in rock paper scissors, um, but it's okay. I mean, that's only like twelve. Everybody people knows listening. I cheat at Uno. And yeah, everybody. Lose. It's not twelve. All right, it's fourteen. And we thank all 14 of you for listening to this fresh episode of Two Homies Chatting. The freshest. <laughs> I shower. It's as fresh as this freshly no added sugar, only fresh pressed Northwest apples, always whole ingredients. I really just like the can because it's like Mount Hood. What's, it, what's the company like, again? Two what? Two Town Cider House out of Corvallis, like bro. Two Line yeah. Ken likes the Two Town Cider House a lot. We can get yeah. down Two Town style for show. Two towns, two two it's lines. Red. It looks like you're drinking blood, and with your long hair, you kind of look vampireish. It's cool. You look really cool. Right I now. want to suck your blood you're, out you of this ice cold mug. Oh, that was good. Wow, you do Transylvania really well. That's um spooky. 
It's like channeling like a Christopher Walken. Like, I need more cowbell. Lungs. <laughs> Kitty, let me suck your blood. Lungs. <laughs> the cowbell. <laughs> it's like that's a. That's gold. It's like a. Gold. Like a Christopher Walken type of. Oh, that's gold. That's how you chip. When you do vampire, you do Christopher Walken. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Everybody knows that. Everybody right? know, uh, except for me, apparently. I did not I thought know everybody that. knew that. But I feel yeah. foolish now for not knowing that. Don't don't feel foolish. That's great. I, you know? I, that's that was that was worth it all right there. That's worth the wait, folks. You know what was worth the wait, dude, bro? Like, um we had this beer on the podcast before. Well, I had it personally. And it's a brewery called X Novo brewing company oh yeah and yesterday we did this thing um and yesterday was wednesday we went to ex novo uh we had a good time we ordered some beers i had this delicious pilsner if our listeners wanted to catalog back to our beer tasting extravaganza that we've kind of pivoted to um you would remember it was the most interesting lager in the world is i remember that brewed yeah, that was an ex novo brew. Um, but I had this nice Pilsner. Ooh. And the highlight to their Pilsner was that it's like made with fresh Oregon river water. And like, oh. dude, it was like crispy, refreshing. But I did learn something about ex novo. And if I happen to be wrong, email us at, at two homies chatting or the podcast thc at gmail.com. Both will get there. Um, but, um, from my understanding, they are the first ever nonprofit, 100% nonprofit brewery in America. So shout out to Ex Novo, uh, great brewery in Beaverton. I know they have some downtown Portland, fantastic facility in Beaverton. Shout out to the Beaverton scene. They're crushing Yo it right Benny. now. Yo, Benny the Beave. Um, but yeah, Ex Novo, bro, they handle business. So I wanted to, you know, give a little local shout out. I know we're always doing that. But I do got something for you that I got to ask you. Okay. Ask away. Uh, yeah, you know, we were chatting the other day. And we were talking about a little some, some, a little, a little some, 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 you know. <laughs> and I just want to pick your brain, you know. And I just want to know. Uh, and this, Can I pick it? Yes, you can. Original, original segment of of Two Line Ken presents. Uh, he said, "What? What's uh oh, oh? What's yeah. your most fired two time? lines you've heard Dog, recently, this is, bro? This is my new one. And yo, yo, shout out to the Kobe Ham, the old homie Kobe Ham back in the day, because this is this is almost like a nod to him. He would come at me." in the halls and be like nudge nudge yo he said he said this and then he would give me a couple of the lines that he said um and i i'm gonna go i I got one for you actually here so this is um the fieriest two lines that i heard a rapper spit this week by two line can this is this is not a new release but this is off of, let me just get the facts right. This is off of an album by Benny the Butcher. And the song is called Sunday School After the Lyric by 38 Spech. And in this rap song, 
um there's a word he uses i'm gonna just substitute homie for just because yo yeah 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 so i like he, what he snoop dogg did in the super bowl where anytime there was a cuss word snoop dogg would go uh-uh that's <laughs> i'm a big fan of that uh so we've been we've been replacing uh-uh it's a little tough not as smooth as snoop but continue <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that that is just fire fire hot the stoop did that yo um i'm trying to pull it up really quick because i don't want to misquote uh 38 spish there um he says um homies borrowing the guns they use but i got my own stick like i'm about to come play pool homies want gunplay cool but they don't really want to go there like Sunday school. Ooh, nobody wants to go to Sunday school, man. <laughs> You're like, why do I got to? Do I gotta go? Uh, that's that's the fire. That's Benny the Butcher. And that's 38 special um, okay. guest on a Benny the Butcher track. Benny's the whole. They're both fired on that, and I I think it's actually um, yo. Uh, there's also homie on this as well. It's um. Gosh, sometimes I hate portrait mode. And I wish I could. It's like uh, Styles P. You got that portrait lock? Jada Kiss. One of those ones. Those homies. Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss. Fire. Actually, I'm gonna pull it up right here. To, yeah, Jada Kiss is on it. He he finishes the song, and yo, the homie Jada Kiss brings fire too. Although not featured on this <laughs> premiere segment of. He said what? He said. <laughs> also he said, fire. What? But 38 Special gets the nod this time. And you have to tune in next week to see who gets the nod. Oh, I can't wait. Blind Ken. I can't wait. And just so anybody knows, like speaking from like a slightly small Catholic perspective, uh, nobody wants to go to Sunday school. Nobody. No. I would fake things to get out of it. Sorry. Not sorry. Oh, I slept in. Couldn't make it. Oh, couldn't go. I go to school Gotta, on Sunday, but it's a different kind of school. You go, you get on the greens, huh? It's a lot okay. of grass. I got golf league this week, bro. Starts this week, man. Are you fired up? Are you ready to go? I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty That's pumped. That's good. All you got to just I'm a little do nervous. Is show up and play golf. The score is just the score. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You just gotta yeah, like it's all chase about the ball the experience. around. Just chase the ball around yeah. the links, high five some dudes, and, and get a rake. That's dope. That's fun. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I mean, don't get me wrong. Would I love to be in a golf league with my homies? 100. percent Yeah. Would I love to like be able to get out there on the course on a Wednesday night with my dudes? On a know? regular, that'd be that'd be Fuck great. Yeah. Um, but you know, I got the, I got the homie Ben. Me and him, we're gonna go out there. That's we're gonna great, try man. this out. It's kind of nice because he's left-handed and I'm right-handed, so we got like two different type of oh, that's uh, miss hit directions. You know, that's good. Oh, and you get so and you're kind of you like might, you might have different lines to pins too that might be advantageous to you. Like a right-handed player, you know, if you play a ball, might have an obstruction on his way to the pin, and the left-handed player might have the better depending on his swing track there. So, um. But yeah, yeah, I hope it's kind great. of like a little out of 
out of this world, bro. You know? But I like one thing things that too, are out of this world. Is uh, you know, we're headed up, you know, to uh one of those national parks up in Washington this weekend, right? We're gonna go explore some Mount Rainier. Um so I felt like, you know, when when we're outside the Emerald City, for those uh in the P and W know Seattle is is called, you know, often referred to as the Emerald City. Hmm. Was uh, it a Vaz reference? You, yeah, 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 kind of, kind of, yeah. I mean, that was Kansas, you know. No, no, they weren't in Kansas. Maybe they were in Washington. No, the Oz, where, where the Oz, the Wizard of Oz, they called it the Emerald, Emerald City. Oh. Well, that's tight. Well, outside of Auburn, another, another, uh, <laughs> uh, brewery we've had on the show, Shilling Hard Cider. Uh, yeah, I followed one hard cider with another hard cider again because I was like, great. "Ooh, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna sunset out tonight with a roughie, but I'm gonna feel good going into it. And we'll see how the morning feels. You can but, uh, close with the roughie. I like it. <laughs> the roughie. <laughs> good. I, like I got it. the. That's, that's great. Adventure awaits Shilling Hard Cider, uh, Emerald City Blackberry Pear here. Ooh. That that pop sounded refreshing. Look at that. Oh, it's dark too. It's dark as well. Look at that. Blackberry. That looks like juice. That looks like what they say. Juice. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. That's just what tell it you, is. The cider game is not the same in the state of Utah as it is in Oregon. There's just apple cider. That's it. And you're t- you're yeah. talking about like blackberry zeta bush or whatever. What did you say it was? Uh, pear. Um, pear. Close. But zeta, Z- zeta bush is close. I said a thing. Sam- I Samsonite. Samson. <laughs> <laughs> Way um, off. Yeah, they they got they do you know I think like you know the vibe up here is kind of cider, you know like it's like cider's like fall and it's kind of like you know three twenty five fall for all fall, the insiders. Like, yay, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's like they just explore Portland. You know, they just try to get weird and like put some fruits together. I like it. But how is the blackberry yeah. peach combo? How's it treated? How how do you feel about it? It's very light, actually. Oh man, very light. What you cracking open, bro? What's I beer um, number two on the day. Keto's, Keto's Brewery. Oh, you want I'm a keto sorry, diet? Sweetie. Um, no, I, I got a Keto's. We, um, the homie Andrew and I, um, spent a weekend out in the desert last weekend and enjoyed a couple of great rounds of golf. At the I'm ledges jelly. in St. George, mm. and I'll tell you what, man, it, that was. What you guys do? Did you do like a like an Airbnb down there, like a hotel? Yeah, like well, how did that his, go? Uncle Uncle Bruce has a spot on the course, like oh, like, shout out Uncle Bruce, like probably two hundred yards from the clubhouse and across the street from the pool, and so we just went there with the kids and they swam. Oh, they have fun. Did a hike, and then we snuck out for golf every day. And it was day one was was fun, man, and shot pretty well. 
Um, I took day one. Andrew took day two. Um, I got to be honest, I was tired. We played in the pool all morning, and then we went out. And I'll tell you, the last couple of holes, I just, whoo, it was, I was like 100 yards out. Give me my five iron. (laughs) I'm I'm swinging light, light. I don't think I can get there. Uh, I'm punching this motherfucker out there. The course was great. (laughs) Out there in the red rocks, you know, out in the middle. There's a couple of spots across the street where, like, there was a few cars out there that had parked and hiked to some petrified dunes out there that we later hiked to with the kids. I'll send you some pictures. It's pretty dope. Yeah, you got to. That but it was tight. a lot I'm of fun. Glad, but, I'm glad the kids are getting out. They, it's hot, and and I like it. I love it when golf courses send the cart around with beverages, the beverage cart. That's an important ice cold thing that's, that's needed, especially if you've got the sign out front that says, um, you know no outside food or drink like you better have somebody zipping around with food or drink for me then and you know i'll pay a little bit more um but we got some ketos and it was delicious and i saw at the store and i'm having the american lager oh it's a standard it's an aggressive pop i had it by the mic that's my bad yo i'm not i mean don't apologize for greatness that's that's like apologizing for never going to a game seven you know um, like oh my bad Finish everything in six, you know. Like, I, I, let, let me ask you something. Yeah, what's up? What's the most that you would pay for a beer? One Ooh. single beer. What do you think your limit is? Well, I feel like I've clearly paid at least twelve dollars for one before sure. due to a sporting event. Definitely, you know, like going to like a jazz game or like a Trailblazers game. I feel like I probably have spent at least $12. So I think the the minimalist I would spend is like $12. Now, I think my next piece of cost would come into like what are the fluid ounces that I'm getting for the, you know, like very interesting. Am I getting like like 16 ounces for like $20? Then I'd probably be like, hey, I'm just not going to drink tonight. But if I was getting like, 24 ounces for $20, then I would be like, okay, maybe I'll have one. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to fucking, and it better be a beer that stays cold because I'm going to fucking spend three hours drinking this goddamn beer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what my max is. Honestly, I feel like this is 18, situational. Would you pay $18 for a Michelob ultra? No. Well, let me tell you Not what. Not a Michelob Ultra. If you're in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Southern Hills this weekend at the PGA Championships, you will be paying $18 for a Michelob Ultra. I saw a story today. What? A lot of golfers are tweeting out like, yo, <laughs> what is No, up it's just not okay. Beer prices, $18. $18 for a Michelob Ultra. Um, <laughs> Justin Thomas takes to Twitter and says $18 with like nine exclamation marks for a beer Uh, what gotta treat the fans better than that shout out to JT appreciate you that's right yeah 100% uh, now this is where I'll give props to like uh, um, 
I can't think of his full name, but I believe it's Art something. And he's the owner of the Atlanta Falcons, right? But from my understanding, the Falcons is like expensive to buy the ticket. But once you're in the stadium, the prices are ridiculously affordable. Like, you know, a couple bucks for some nachos. Hot dogs are like $2 type of deal. Beers are like 6 bucks. Um, but I, I got a problem with this because, you know, like $18 for a Michelob Ultra is not okay. Listen to this. This is not okay. Brooks, Brooks Kepka says... Michelob Ultra is 18 bucks, but it's tall boy. It's bigger than the normal ones, so you'll be all right. You drink enough, See, now, you'll be fine. That's worth where noting, I... Worth noting, Brooks Kepka has, a, has an endorsement deal with Michelob Ultra. With Michelob Ultra. <laughs> where I feel like he should be like, Michelob mm. Ultra, come on, man. Like, that should just be Brooks Kepka's little response like but i do that's where he comes into play is like it's tall boy so let's see tall boy here uh so we're talking nine nineteen 19.2 so i'm i'm spending less than a dollar an ounce so, so that's this, nice I, I love this article and i I'm, I'm gonna take this part right from it um because there's an interesting contrast here because we just enjoyed the masters at augusta and so According to this author, who I'll cry, who I'll cite as Jay Busby, oh, uh, for, Busby? Yahoo, for Yahoo Sports, he um, here here are some things that you could spend nineteen dollars on in Augusta. <laughs> nine soft drinks. Nine soft drinks. Nine bottled waters. Wow. Four domestic beers. Three imports and one domestic beer for 19. 12 pimento cheese sandwiches or 19 19 bags of chips. All things you can get for the same price that at the Southern Hills you'll be buying single beer. Just saying. See, that that to me is where that's why the Masters is the greatest tournament. You know, that's why it's the greatest. Uh, uh, um, what's it called? It's the greatest of them. Golf tournaments? It's the great. Events? No. Uh, uh, majors. It's the greatest. Major. Major, it's right? the greatest like, of the major. I, I got, I, I don't know, dude. I know you're St. Andrews or like I'm a, an you open know, guy. Open. I love Yeah, you're open, an open guy. <laughs> like, but I will say this. As a fan, there would be no better experience. I'm not sure... Like, I'm not sure I would be too into standing in the 25 mile an hour rain wind to watch golf. I don't know, man. If I flew across the pond, I'd probably do it. I would be prepared. I'd dress appropriately and I'd probably just wait it out. But like chilling in Augusta in April sounds way better. (laughs) Yeah. And and knowing that they're not going to gouge you on pimento cheese sandwiches really, really sweetens the deal. Because like, you know I'm, you know I'm having twelve of those things, man. Shout out to you, Jay. Appreciate you on that intel. Well, the crazy thing to me is like, don't you know? The more I drink, the more money I'm gonna spend. 
right? But it's a if, universal law. That's a, that's that's yeah, actually Einstein's right? fourth like, law. It's not often it's cited, fucking... but that's Einstein's fourth law. The more I drink, the more I spend. That's everybody knows that, <laughs> right? Like, and the more I will like. So, like to me, what I look at, like from in, and again, I am not like yo to the listeners. Like, I don't have a degree in business. I haven't been to MBA. But what I would think of is like less price equals higher conversion, right? So mm-hmm. like if I had $9 beers, right, just $9 beers, two, two beers for 18 bucks, right? Workable. I'm, I'm going to buy that. $2 tip. Hand them a twenty, get two, you walk away. You got you and your your date a, a drink, like you're good to go. Yep. I don't next hesi- round. I don't even hesitate that. Now you're just twenties is around. You're good to go. Yeah, twenties is around, and I'm getting could, two every you time. Could, you, but forty dollars for a round? Nope. Because now I'm not eating food. So now my audience you get, is sloppy. You get drunker. You get drunker. Yeah. Now my now I got now I got sloppy people, right? So now you want to know why people want to know why like why why did people storm up on Phil Mickelson last year? Wonder why people kind of came up on Phil Mickelson real hot because ain't nobody ate anything for fucking six hours because there's eighteen (laughs) dollar beers at the fucking U.S. Open. Like that's the problem. Like it's crazy. You know it's crazy. You gotta remember that like. Like, and and that's where the the corporate greed comes in, man. The corporate greed comes in on that shit. Way it's too gouging, hard, dude. The like, government's cracking down on it, apparently, but it's gouging not at the U.S. Real. Open. PGA Championship, not PGA, at the U.S. Open. PGA Championship. Oh yeah, PGA Championship. You know what just, I mean? But like, you're like just for accuracy. I guess yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just accuracy. It's just it's just there. one of those things. Like, yo. If you give me $9 beers, I guarantee you I'm buying a hot dog and a pretzel, probably some nachos, all right, and more beers. So, like, just think about that. Like, it's, it's, it's like, it's not the idea of, like, oh, the beer, the, like, I think the thing is, is, like, it's very frequent that in the golf community, when you play golf, you drink, right? Like, that's kind of, like, the thing, right? You play golf. There's drink. a reason that you there's have, a beverage. You have cart some good times. Yeah, like, but yeah. I think so. Like, I think the idea is like supply and demand, right? Like, everybody that's going to show up here is a daily drinker and wants to boost. But like, my idea is like, I want to sell volume, right? Like, I want that's more. Right, I want too. more Especially items in your cart. Especially yeah, Michelob. I want more items in your cart. Come on, right? Like, yeah, you're right. I want you're you right. to get a beer, a pretzel. Nachos. I want. I want you to get all that shit. Like, I want you to buy as much shit in that fucking thing as possible. So, like, for me, when I think of like, oh, eighteen dollar beer, I'm putting less items in my cart because the one thing that interests me the most about being there and watching you is now way too expensive. And the other question is, is like, what's just a well drink? What's like a well drink at that? Like, what's a vodka soda? At one of the motherfucking places, right? Ten, now. ten. I, I had that in the article. I can pull that up. It was like ten. And to that's ten dollars of drinking vodka sodas all night. Yeah, wine. I think wine was one of the options that was mentioned. Let's see if I could find it really quick. Uh, uh, to do a dance. Yeah, here, ten to seventeen dollars for wine. 
Uh, $19 craft beer, $17 domestic, and $10 to $17 for wine. Ouch, is what, he, is what our buddy Jay Busbar says. I'll be like, what's your $10 wine? Uh, Busby. That's Busby. Busbar's a, an electrical term. Sorry, my jobs got crossed. I'll be like, what's your, what's your $10 wine? I'll take it. Yeah. That's, that's my whole goal. Like, I just think of, like, conversion, right? Put more items in the cart, buy more I shit, see, right? I, I just, I, I see, and, and so I started by asking you what's your limit. And so I think I got your limit. I think it's $12. I think that's your limit. 12 bucks. Because you just told me that you're drinking wine instead of beer. <laughs> <laughs> because it's $10. Uh, so I think that's your limit. I, I think my I live 20. in wine country, dog. I think mine's twenty because I I just agreed twenty I, for a tall boy though right I think I'd still choose a craft twelve ounce um, for nineteen no bucks. you wouldn't can no I think you I would I think I would this is bullshit um maybe a domestic because honestly I could tip a little bit more with a twenty but I'd be getting one beer. <laughs> I can't because that's like seventeen bucks for a domestic beer. So I'm like, it's like an eighteen, like, a seventeen dollar Miller Lite. Kenny's yeah, tossing exactly. three dollars. Yeah, Kenny's like, I feel good for the three dollars. Like I they bet done you my nothing. One's free they did nothing but like, yeah. But like, here's the thing too. It's like you can't give tip three dollars. Tip your bartenders. Totally. Tip your you bartenders. Do it, Take care you, of your people. You, you tip a dollar at those events. You tip a dollar per can. That's what right? I always try to do. At least, yeah. You never, you don't go three dollars. That why it's nineteen bucks. Turning around, like, yeah, that's probably. why it's nineteen like, bucks. So I give them a twenty. I get a cut twenty. Throat. You walk away for twelve can, ounce cutthroat though. Nah, I fuck with no twelve ounce. I, I fuck with no twelve ounce cutthroat. I would do it. I would do it. I would do it. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Yours that's is your limit. That's my limit. Yeah. Is twenty. If you're, if you're telling me it's twenty five now. I'm starting to go. Maybe, um, maybe not. If you I told me it was twenty dollars and one cent, I'm fucking out of water's, there. Water's <laughs> water's five bucks. All right. Well, I do need to stay hydrated, so I guess I'll make that choice. I That's do that like shit this, too, where they like, like sell liquid of death or something like that. I, I do like Jay's last line of this article for Yahoo Sports right here. Jay Busby. <clears throat> he says. Um, if you're headed to the PGA Championship, we can't endorse sneaking alcohol onto the premises, even if it'll save you the price of a steak dinner. But remember, they won't check the contents of your belly. Pre-gaming isn't just for football. <laughs> that That's key. Because, oh, that upsets me. That upsets me. Like, one, that's not only that, but like, the right, first two rounds... Couple I'm of paying gummies, $4.99 to pay to see the, t- in the party yeah. lot. You're couple good to Anyways, uh, a $20 cutthroat to chilling. sip on for a few holes. You're fine. That's the, that's see, the now icing. That's the icing. It makes sense. You can't go there or, expecting to get drunk on $20 cutthroats. You're a damn fool. You've got to add that or, on top of a belly full of whiskey. Or you pregame. Then you walk in that motherfucker buy yourself some wine, a hot dog, and half some nachos while you buy yourself a beer. And then you're like, yo, let me get one of them chips. And I said, no, you should have thought about that. All I'm saying (laughs) saying with nachos at a golf event is that, like, I'm the kind of guy who, like, doesn't 
always capture the moment around me. Yo. And so I'm the guy who like Tiger is like on his backswing and I'm like, hump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Scott Van Pelt's gonna like turn it and be like, What well, who is this guy in the crowd? Having nachos, and I'm gonna be a sports center joke. That's what that would that would happen to me. So sipping a beer, maybe maybe I can catch a golf ball in it and chug it and maybe be a hero. I'm just saying I like those odds. Well that that's what happened to uh James Hahn uh two weeks ago, right? James Hahn like during a golf tournament blamed straight up botching a putt like botching it dude like look like me on the fucking green and yep. was like turned around and was like bro i could hear you eating those chips and in that moment i was like <laughs> i was like bro are you that much of a of a weenie that like you just heard somebody munching on chips and that made you miss a putt. Like the fact that he even blamed that on him, I was like, ah, every time I'm at a golf tournament, I'm gonna but be listen, that guy with nachos, but mouth listen, open, no but listen, bucks. But listen, but listen, <laughs> I know your take on this. I know your take on this. And your your take is that he should be mentally stronger and he should quiet 100%. all the noise out. And and I know not your even take that, on it's this. just like I've chips. Your, I've heard the speech, I've heard the speech, but uh, I will say million dollars on the line. You're trying to focus and Todd is chewing Doritos over there. I might be a little pissy about it too. Like just wait till I like wait 10 seconds for the next chip, bro. Like, come on. Like, I I can see Goldie Hans kids point. Goldie Hans kid. I I think okay, so you're valid. You're valid with the sense of dollars on the line. Like, um my my beef is is you're already so distracted. You're so nervous, you're in your head so much. Like, yo, if I'm on the green, Kenny, first of all, you know that somebody is not anywhere near that green. They're at least 10 feet off the green, right? 10 feet off easily I, as a professional. Yeah. Like, yeah, like the roping, rude. they're like 10, yeah. 15 feet off the green. Yep. So, so it's not like this person's holding the flag stick caddy style <laughs> behind your ear, fucking chomping on some Frito-Lay jalapeno kettle cooks. Now you're All living right? like the homies. Now you're living I, like yeah, the homies. Yeah. This motherfucker was 35 feet away and this dude's like, yo, bro, I can hear you eating these chips. And you're like, no, no, that's not the excuse. That's not it. I can't stand for that. No, because it's not like they're close. It's not like the motherfucker was standing right above the flag stick. Like this dude was at least 20 feet away off the green behind a sand trap, behind a thin little rope, snacking on probably some Lay's classics because Lay's that's what classic. they sell there. For like three dollars, it comes with a hot dog. Comes with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Kenny. I can't stand for it. Sorry, Goldie Hawn, son. Your bitch ass <laughs> missed the putt. Don't blame it on Doritos, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lay's. Fucking Lay's. That's right. He wasn't even eating kettle cook. They don't even sell kettle cook at golf tournament. Oh shit. <laughs> 
Upgrade now. <laughs> Dude. What you got? Let me ask you something. Yeah. Um, best potato chip in the game right now is blank. Probably kettle cooked, salt and pepper, kettle cooked, jalapeno, the brand kettle cooked based out of Oregon. You can find them in your your heart smart section of the store, which means that they're made out of real ingredients and not no red 40 or no red 50, blue 90, whatever bullshit they put in them. But uh, yeah, just fuck with them kettle cook brand, dog. You know, I like a, I like a nice crunch with my chip too. I also fuck with dots, pretzels. You know, them dots, dots pretzels, pretzels is the jam. They got the flavors they too. You can you can get around. Yeah, with yeah, them just flavors. go OG. Just go no, OG. You don't like to branch out. You don't like no flavor. I mean, you know, it's like you don't like flavor. That's what it's like. I mean, I like, I like, I branch out on steak sauce. I branch out on hot sauce. I branch out on, you know, salsa. I like all those flavors. How about how about you beer? Know, do you what? branch out on beer? Yeah, I do. You about to branch out on? Yeah, I do. Third beer for the and third period of this episode. Because I've got a fire I, one that I'm saving. What swing. you got? No, you what first, you got, man. bro? I'm swinging okay. for the fences. You first. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read you something. Okay, please do. I love it. Okay, what's I'm the brewery? Read, I'm gonna first, read you something. Is it wait? Read no, no, first, no. You gotta let me. You gotta let me read. You gotta let me read. Okay. All right. All right. I'm in. I'm patient. I'm ready. <clears throat> Sorry, <clears throat> listeners. Um, fat spatula, fat spatula. Are you saying fart spatula? I'm saying flat spatula, flat. All right. Ooh, okay. All right, out of Newport, Oregon. All right, Newport, shout out. Dare risk dream. Ever hear the story of the Gumbaroo? As the story goes, three loggers were camped in the woods, drinking beers and entertaining the idea of illegally harvesting old-growth sequoias for extra crash, when the ground suddenly shook with a heavy footstep, bigger than a bear, with wild eyes and jagged teeth, the Gumbaroo rose from behind the stump with a mighty roar. Roar. As the loggers scrambled to escape, beer spilled onto the fire, causing smoke to fill the air. Some say the forest only wanted to send them a warning that night. As the stroke of the smoky fortune helped hold off the gumbaroo while the loggers got away. So remember to respect our forest Put out your fires and always bring cold beer camping. Because if you know camping in the woods without beer, it's just sitting in the woods. Rogue <laughs> Brewery dedicated to our forest, the Gumbaroo West Coast India Pale Ale right here, baby. Let's go. The Gumbaroo. Look at this Gumbaroo monster. Gumbaroo is Look coming at that beast, baby. Gumbaroo is coming for you because 
camping in the woods without beer just sitting in the woods <laughs> yeah what does this say there's a sticker right here yeah camping camping without beer is just sitting in the woods bro <laughs> uh, shout out to rogue keeping us healthy <laughs> well i should have went first probably because i don't know how i can follow that but i do have a new brewing company oh New? And and this is a fire beer. This is Salt Fire Brew Co. Out of Salt Ooh. Lake City, Utah. And I um ah oh man, I got a Kolsch. If you've Ooh, ever listened to the nice. podcast before, perhaps you're a new listener. And if you are, thanks for listening to the two homies thanks chatting podcasting. So we appreciate you podcasting break with the beers and we um you, if you've listened before though you know i love a kolsch i love a kolsch with some sausage and kraut uh man i just ooh, it just it said. just it just touches me it just touches me it does touches me touching you. you so when i saw the fairy kolsch ale i had to have it especially when i saw that it had right here underneath it it says ferocious, and it's delicious. And it's got I like the, the artwork. Um, it's you. You watch Luca. We mentioned Luca on the last episode. Luca, don't fuck around. It's got Uncle Ugo right there. Silencio Bruno. The whale caucus is very nice. I recommend. Okay, bro. But, so I I gotta uh, ask you something, man. Okay, we talked about this before oh, last man. episode. My microphone smells Ooh. like beer. You got a little fuzzy, huh? Got a little Kenny, you know. I remember my first beer. Um, we talked was, about this though. Where was my first beer? Is that what well, you're gonna ask? Yeah, where was your first beer? Really? First of all, my my first alcoholic beverage was given to me by a sister. I have nice. Um, won't, I won't shout any names. Don't but need she's to. Older. Don't need and to. And it was a Southern Comfort and Dr Pepper was the Ooh. first. Good uh, intro. Alcoholic beverage. Very I've good ever intro. Had. Captain yeah. and Coke for me in high school. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I was in uh, middle school, but yes. Nice. Great, great role model I had. Nice. <laughs> nice. Me too. She's I got, fantastic. I, need a towel. I do love her. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, she yeah, did you right. She's fantastic. She did you right. She's pivotal. <laughs> pivotal in the man that you've become. Pivotal. Today. Um, Amen but, there. But we sidetracked, so please, you were asking me something about um, something. I, I feel like me and you, you know, we, we are very much aligned it's with parallels. how we've lived, lived life, yes. how we've uh, uh, navigated our adulthood, right? Um, yes. But, you know, you sent me a couple of books, and, and we... Uh, We've been chatting about a certain topic recently, and I just wanted to pick your brain. So, you know, like, I, I just wanted to say, like, Katie, let me let me ask you something. You know, like, what? Do you, uh, how have you enjoyed your stoic journey thus far? Well, I, um, I've been enjoying it a lot, actually. Um, and speaking of parallels with stoicism, there is a lot of parallels with an 
before mentioned philosophy that I also enjoy a lot, Taoism. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's get into this a little bit. Um, first of all, happy birthday. And I'm glad about the books and the nod to Ryan Holiday is the direction that you gave me. And yeah. I think I've also yeah. mentioned before I started with the Stoics before I dove into Ryan Holiday because I wanted to know yes, what he was did. talking about before mm-hmm. I listened to him talk about it. By the way, Ryan, thanks, man. I'm loving, loving the content. Great guy. Loving the content, but and also um, smart, smart, smart guy, and not just in the ph- philosophical, psychological sense, because he is there as well. Also, understanding how we consume information and giving it yeah. to us in that little 10 minute podcast or daily read book or journal mm-hmm. is um, just very, very just smart, just very, it, very in tune to his audience. And that's my favorite part about yeah. Ryan holiday. If you're out there listening to this podcast going like, okay, enough of these jackasses. I need to like, edify myself <laughs> a little bit with some yeah, actual I need to knowledge. expand my palate you need to maybe uh, like uplift uh, yourself after being dragged down <laughs> a little bit here um i highly recommend ryan holiday's um podcast daily podcast they're much shorter than ours with way more meaningful content 100 percent um yeah but even so though I, it's short yeah it's like and not to cut packed. you off like no it's, it's, packed, it's just right. the idea that like um you know, like he provides insight without what, like, with the ability to criticize himself. You know what I mean? Like, he's able to, uh, well, it's not like somebody's a similar life you, as us. And yeah, and, and he's applying a vast knowledge of the Stoic philosophy to a similar life and translating it mm-hmm. to us. And so, so I wanted to get the Stoic. So I started with Seneca. I, and I got to yeah. Marcus Aurelius Epictetus, and I got to them all. And, and I got I, Marcus and I, Aurelius. I didn't dive deep into Epictetus um, because I knew that Marcus Aurelius built a lot off of that. Mm-hmm. I, I went heavy into Seneca and Aurelius, and you're going to soon know what I'm talking about with the meditations. Um, that's a book that some of the most pivotal – humans in history leaders have just had by their bed and you'll un- and it's it's it is good easy to consume and um a lot of it's just just really just makes a lot of sense and that's the best part of it all and so i've been enjoying the stoic dive um and enjoying diving deep into ryan holiday's books i'm halfway through stillness is the key after conquering conquering obstacle is the way um and ego is enemy is up next the trilogy so yeah i liked all of those and then and then he started releasing the uh, like the first part of his four-part series so like then he then he did uh uh, courage's calling right and so but you sent me uh 366 meditations on wisdom perseverance and the art of living uh which i i love this stuff right like so like his podcast the daily stoic often crosses like they it'll yep. read a lot of this yep it'll kind of dive deeper into it but like 
it was nice to hear, man. It's it's nice when um I don't want to use Ryan Holiday as somebody who's doing self-help, right? Like I don't I hate feel that like it's it's not. I don't it's feel philosophy. like it's self-help. Yeah, it's it's an ideology of like a lifestyle, a it's way to live. It's just philosophy, the art of living. Um it's just philosophy and how yeah. you think and 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 why you think that way and everybody's a philosopher. Anybody, yeah. anybody who's who sat and and stared at the moon and just kind of like sunk into a moment and thought maybe nothing or maybe a lot of things, you're philosophizing. Socrates, Socrates, Plato, <laughs> all of those dudes. That's that's all you're doing is you're contemplating living and the art of it, and it's just t- to me. A lot of these ancient philosophies, we're talking 2,000, 2,500 year old philosophies. Um, to me, the fact that they're still relevant today is it's insane. Is proof that they are universal. And so these yeah. figures have tapped in to the universe somehow. Maybe like a the fifteen app extension cord, or maybe a Cat five internet Ethernet cord. I don't know how they do it, but they did. Yeah, and and they're giving us this information that we could use. And do you, you can use it on the golf course? You can use it. Yeah, it's, work. it's universal. You can use it as a parent. That, it, that was going to be my follow up question for you. Was was do you feel like you've been able to utilize this uh, philosophical ideology with your responses of recent, like, like when something happens and it doesn't maybe go your way, do you feel like you've responded better? Do you feel like you've kind of been able to come into tougher conversations easier or anything like that? Has it kind of helped your evolutionary process from that, from like a, maybe even a business standpoint? I'm aware of a lot more for sure. I would, I would say that I'm still early in that journey, but I desire to get to that place like Marcus Aurelius, where I am calm in all responses and don't react emotionally to anything um but it's early in the game there yeah he often says like it's easier it's a, said it's, than i practice. understand and i understand yeah. that it's that's that's actually the daily meditation is it's it's an ongoing thing there is no you've reached it there is no you got it congratulations you're done it's an everyday thing it's it's an every single moment thing. Have you now have not to uh get too crazy, but you know, uh, Brian Holiday often uh uses a phrase like uh, I believe it's memento more, right? I love Which it. is like I wrote that down. The meditation of your own death, right? Like mm-hmm. do you have you started meditating that piece like uh, well, here's you know, the, the I, like for the listeners, like the idea is that like if you meditate your own death, that you will gain greater appreciation in the day by day, right? Like if you think, so, so here's like, the thing: oh, I used to call that anxiety. Timeline. I used to call that anxiety, yeah. and now yeah, yeah, I yeah. call it meditating. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all yeah. Is that neat? I, like I, I thought the same thing. And now it can give you power. Um, definitely for sure. What That's a actually... what a great response, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I I agree. Like I thought like like uh, just a couple months ago, if I, if I would like thought about it or like kind of like to your point, it gave me anxiety. But instead, now it's kind of like brought in like a peace. And like uh, the idea that like, yeah, I just get to live every day by the food. Like I'm very, I feel very lucky the that I'm in my specific situation. Like, definitely, you know, like with that, all and that's things the most that go on in the world. Yeah. Right there. That's yeah. the most important lesson you can learn from the Stoics and philosophy. I think from my Enjoy your of situation, your situation. Yeah. It's just yeah. what it is, is your situation. And that's all. And that's all there is. And you're wasting any energy and time thinking about any other situation or how any other way that your situation could be. Yep. The best thing you could do is just your situation, the best that you can and to accept it fully without any, any sort of thought behind that. Just accept it, not accept it. This sucks. And I accept it. Not that just, I accept it. Not that it sucks and I accept it, just that I accept it. Yeah. No, it's, it's that's, true. That's, it's, that's a killer thing. I got to tell you, I'm, like, I, like I first mentioned, the, the parallels with Taoism are, are just profound. And I'm in a part of the book, Stillness is the Key, where he's referencing it a lot. And I'm driving on the freeway in a truck running some parts to midvale or some dumb shit and listening to it and like fist pumping because stoicism like that philosophy it strikes a chord with me and this other philosophy taoism strike a chord with me and to see the inter knotting of the two common is comforting to me because he often I was, refers I was, back to i was currently tying those ropes together because yeah Taoism is a philosophy that i've like accepted <laughs> like yeah it's like, a good like, i got like the doubt you gave me the doubt Ding, so it's i yeah. know and i fist pump a couple times because i know you're listening to ryan holiday's podcasts and and he's referencing it i'm like i told you water is the greatest good it's the best good. empty space is what gives a thing purpose it's a and it's good to like, like I got empty I like an mind, ego is the enemy. Space. When he I talks in ego is next. next. Yeah, like Don't I I like that when he me. talks about I and I don't want to spoil right, but like one piece of the puzzle is like he kind of talks about like uh, the idea of like who am I to talk about this? You know, like as a writer, as I'm writing this book what type of person am I to be able to write about this? And so that's why like, I like him so much is because it's not like a self-help it's it's he's critical of himself along the way, but also at the same time, it's like, he, he doesn't, uh, I, I, he's a he philosophy like, guy. He references Kierkegaard. Yeah, he, he, he he's not Descartes. perfect. He references yeah, like he just, Weigel, he he's references flawed. them all. Yeah. He does it all. Yeah. And he's flawed, and you're right. He's not afraid to show that, and that's important. That's that's an important yeah. part of the of of his of his power there. 
power of writing. And if, if anybody ability, is listening to this podcast and they're wondering, like, oh, what are these? Nobody's guys listening. About stoicism. They're listening. They're listening. They're listening. <laughs> they're listening. I got faith in you, potheads, more than Ken does. But I will say this. If you are listening, check him out. Ryan Holiday, he's got the Daily Stoke podcast. He's uh, got several books out there. Kenny hooked me up. Um, you know, I, I have adopted journaling daily. I've adopted kind of the, the just the ability to just kind of like process my thoughts and take more out of my head than I need to. Right. So like it's going to help know, you at the night the, too. For you, dude, you just you spoiled me, bro. Like I, no, you're, gonna I felt pup, you're gonna putt better now. No, I just felt like I was like, damn, man. Mind. Like I, because I do love, I do enjoy like the the this process. Like I'm learning something, and I'm learning a, an ability to like, I'm learning how to react better. I'm learning how to process things better. I'm learning how to be better. So like, you know, you send me like the daily stoic, the three sixty six uh meditations and days of writing and reflection so like you know i'm like just build. continuing to build upon build this it. build um, it bro just keep so building. like it's been fun it's fun doing it with you too like it's I, fun I'm like there. i'm right there like, like being on that reading, yeah when you're reading tomorrow's meditation just know that i've read it and then i'm contemplating similar thoughts because it's yeah. true i'm on it because it's important um it helps me a lot because it, it puts you on that you keep philosophy grinding, track. Bro. It puts you on yeah. that track. It's like, do you remember when you were a kid and you used to like flip on a skate video before you went to the skate park? Got to get amped. It's just like that. And so like throughout my day, I'm calmer. I'm more reserved in my reactions or having yep. none at all. But that's yeah. only because, I, you know, that I've done that. Um I shower and listen to the Daily Stoic. Nice. I shower. When I take brew on a walk, I listen to the Daily Stoic. So like, and and it goes as far back as the podcast has gone. Like, there's plenty of episodes yeah. I haven't seen or listened to, and it's just two to ten minutes, two to eleven minutes. You know, yeah. going a little walk, doing some yard work. Um, but yeah, Kenny, I I wanted to leave you with something though. Okay, you know, before as we sunset Let's pack off, it up. let's pack it up. Yeah, as we pack it up, I think it's I think it's important. I w- I wanted to leave you with something. Okay, um, I thought you might like this. Uh, this has been kind of folklore. It's not like it's not folklore, but uh, like it's it's real. Is it the Ogo Pogo? <laughs> no, no. This is this is kind of way more cooler. All right, like uh, this is just a little treat for you, and it involves the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah. So, Saucy. as you know, in the NFL, uh, and, and it was instituted in 1994, but as you know, that there are little earpieces in the NFL where the uh, coach can talk to the quarterback, right? Oh, go, Pogo. Well, I, I'm going to share with you something, okay? Now, if anybody wants to at me... Or at the podcast. Oh, to I'm going to at you, we, bro. I know where you're as going. As we I'm sunset off. You. This is off the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So this is profootballhof.com Hoff. for somebody who wants to. And what I'm going to share with you 
is a bit of information about the Ratterman's radio helmet. Okay, the Ratterman's radio helmet allows the coach to communicate to the quarterback before the quarterback snaps the football. Now, in 1956, Kenny, two Ohio inventors, inventors, sorry, two Ohio inventors, John Campbell and George Sorrells. Ohio inventors, they just two guys from Ohio that just had to just two guys from everything. Ohio. They're just like God, John, fucking traffic. John Campbell. And George Soros approached Hall of Fame coach Paul Brown of the Cleveland Browns Legend. with a radio receiver that they had developed. Yep. The two theorized that the radio could be placed in a helmet to help Browns communicate with his players on the field. In doing so, Brown would eliminate the delays caused by his utilization of substitution players who ran the plays from the sideline to the huddle Brown liked the idea and agreed to put the radio receiver into quarterback George Ratterman's helmet, Mm -hmm. but insisted that the plan be kept a secret and thoroughly tested before ever being used in an actual game. The radio was carefully mounted into the helmet and using the seclusion of the wooded area behind Campbell's home. The pair proceeded to test the unit. Sorrels retreated to the woods with the helmet. The signal became weak and communication broke off. When Sorrels did not return, Campbell set out to find his partner. Soon thereafter, he spotted Sorrels talking with a police officer who had interpreted the signal. Fortunate for Sorrels and Campbell, the officer was a Browns fan. And agreed to keep the discovery <laughs> under wraps. Nonetheless, down, baby. the pair changed the frequency on the unit. The helmet was first used to perfection in an exhibition game against the Detroit Lions. However, the Lions coaching staff began to notice that Brown was not using his usual substitutions for play calling. Yeah. Shortly after halftime, one of the Lions' assistants spotted a hidden transmitter that set behind a wooden light post on the sideline. News quickly spread throughout the league, <laughs> and other teams scrambled to devise their own units, none of which proved as effective as the Sorrels and Campbell invention. The Browns used the helmet in three more games before NFL Commissioner Burt Bell outlawed the use of the device. In 1985, uh, John Campbell donated the headgear to the Pro Football, Pro Football Hall of Fame. And uh, Ratterman's helmet is now in display in the Gridiron Glory Travel Exhibit. Now, I want to share something with you, Kenny. God damn, that's a great story. Thank you. That was great. That's a great story, and I would like to share. This man, George Sorrells, that helped invent this, that is my grandfather. No shit. No shit. That is my dad's stepdad. I have an uncle, Steve Sarles. My grandmother's name was Carol Sarles. Carol? That is her second husband. That is my dad's stepdad. That is my grandfather, George Sarles, who helped invent the earpiece that every quarterback listens to every play. That's that has ever dope. been executed in the modern NFL. 
Dog pound, baby. Woof, woof, woof. Shout out. Started with the Browns, baby. That's what's up. Is that a cool story, right? You didn't expect that, did you? I didn't didn't expect the twist at the end. That's for sure. That's That's a a little venerable folklore. That's a little venerable folklore, bro. I like that. I like the venerable folks and their lore. I love it. Yeah. So if anybody's ever wondering and they're sitting there and they're like, oh, I can't believe that quarterback gets the play called. Just remember that in this episode of Two Homies Chatting, you learned that one of the hosts, grandfather, invented (laughs) that airpiece. It's in the Hall of Fame. Pro Football HOF. Dot com literally has an article written about the Ratterman's radio helmet invented partially by George Soros. And if you're in Ohio, stop by Canton at the Pro Football Hall of Fame and view yeah. this piece yourself. And we just appreciate everybody for listening to this fresh new episode. We thank everybody for always listening and streaming us. You can find us on any podcast platform. Go adopt stoic philosophies, principles as much as you can. We on platforms like the Olympics. Oh, trying to get gold. Let us know. We appreciate it. Shout out uh, Podbean. Um, Kenny, you rocking them uh, flu, the flu other flame ones? The one. The one and the you other one. You rocking them flame ons? The flame ons. flex. Flex. You got them flex? Yeah, I'm wearing flex. Shout out, Shout out. FLX, Coles. Um, let's see. Shilling, Cider, Two Towns, Rogue. Kimmy's got some. Rojas. Roja. Kitos. Kitos. Salt fire. And salt fire. Um, thanks, everybody, for always streaming us. Shout out, Poppy. Um, all the good good. Uh, be safe out there. Enjoy uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I know we will. You'll probably hear an episode before then. But yeah. Be safe, Shout but out. more importantly, be present. Be where you are. And remember that the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Damn, those are great words. Strong great words. words. I shared those with my team. At work. I shared those words yesterday with my team. Those are strong words. It's important. You know, I'm not going to lie. Just before we fully said that, when I read that this morning, I fucking put in a day. Like, I ain't, I, I don't want to be like, I ain't worked that hard in a minute, but I fucking crushed today. But I ain't like worked when that I, hard in a minute. <laughs> when I, when I was like, when I read that, I was like, God damn, I'm, I'm crushing this motherfucking day, dude. I, love it. I like hammered shit. I was, I'm so ahead of schedule right now. It's great. Like I was just ham. I read that and I was like, and then, and then it was like, uh, uh real quick too. Like, you know, like, I think I told you, you know, they did, uh, uh, is my attention actually on things at hand? God, was that one, the, yeah, was the journaling. Never. Right? Almost and then, never. And then fuck. the other reflection was, where am I doing the opposite of what I'm, sh- what I should be doing? Right? So then, like, I'm getting those phrases in my head tied into 
how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I I just hammered the day out. Dude. Like, what's I was up, like, dude? Oh, I just was like, I I was um, it's power. I'm it's going good. into the I'm going into a nice relaxing weekend. Relaxed, relaxed. Like I could I could not do I could not do more. That's good, you know. And just go yeah. be in that weekend and be in that moment with that moment. That's great. Enjoy that. I'm gonna play golf. I pr- appreciate you. Appreciate this podcast. Appreciate all the podheads that stream this podcast. Thank you. Buy local, be local. That was fantastic, bro. Bang around. I'll send I'll send you everything. Yeah, like Google Drive works for me. Just to come back about your chips, man. Dude, let me ask you something.